My subject is outreach. And I thought the best thing to do this morning was to start out with what in the world is outreach. Because there's a lot of, whoops, wrong button. There's a lot of confusion, I guess is the word. It can be defined if it's a transitive verb as to surpass in reach. It can be defined as to get the better of by trickery. That's not what we're talking about, folks. We're not tricking anybody. It can be defined as an intransitive verb. Sorry, this is straight out of the dictionary. And I don't... My English is, is Texan, okay? So... But if it's an intransitive verb, it mean, can mean to go too far. Well, that's not what we want to do either. What we want to do is to reach out. Whoops. So, we want to reach out. Extend beyond ourselves. We want to explain things to people. We want to reach out of ourselves. If we go back, I want to explain to you that if we are inside, taking, working with people inside the church, my personal belief is that's ministry. That's taking care of us. If we are reaching out, it may be that we're having fellowship. That's part of reaching out. Having people into your home or going into other people's homes. Having meals together, that kind of thing. That can be ministry, that can be fellowship. Depends on what's going on. Inviting somebody to church. That's reaching out, bringing them into worship. And aside from trying to just be basically decent human beings, it might actually promote growth in the church. That's also something that we were taught to do, right? Jesus said, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Do you ever want anybody to help you? If you have a problem, do you ever have a want or a need to talk to somebody about it? The obvious answer there is yes. We all have things that we need others to help us with from time to time. Part of what we need to do is to be exactly willing to have other people help us and be willing to help them as well. You know, sometimes the best way that you can help others is to allow them to help you. Because they may want to do things to 
increase their growth, to, to help others. But they don't because they don't know how. Or they don't know that somebody actually wants or needs the help. Some of us, it might be said, are just a bit prideful and we don't accept help well. But we need to be humble and accept help from others if they're trying to give it. Because that can help them to grow. In another place, Jesus said to him, that's the, the scribe, You shall love your Lord, the Lord your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Thought somebody was going to steal my thunder in his prayer this morning. Look, if we love others as we love ourselves, that means that we want to take care of their needs. Not that we do it unwillingly. Not that we do it because, you know, God told us we got to do this. But we do it because we care. Because we want to help. But you know what? If we're afraid to help because we're going, we're afraid we're going to offend them, we're not going to do any good. If we are afraid to help because we have no courage in ourselves that we can do what's necessary then maybe what we need to do is to approach someone else to provide some assistance to us in helping this other person. That's part of outreach. When the Son of Man comes in His glory and all the holy angels with Him, then He will sit on the throne of His glory. All the nations will be gathered before Him And he will separate them from one another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. And he will set the sheep on his right hand and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of these, the least of these brothers, for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, You did for me. And that's a direct quote from Jesus. Let's see. I was hungry. 
and you gave me food. Uh, does that mean that you just handed over a $10 bill or a $20 bill and handed here, go get you some food? No. It means you took time and you went and you fed them. And it may not be just physical food. It can be mental food. It can be all kinds of things. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. Was that the drink? The living water? Or was it just plain water? Or a Coke? Or a cup of coffee? Some of you I have a feeling really like that coffee the way you drink it. <laughs> I was a stranger and you took me in. You're hospitable. You do what you can. Somebody didn't have good clothes. Maybe you give them some. Or you take them down and you buy them some of the right size. Or maybe they're sick and they need to know that somebody cares. Or have somebody to help take care of their needs. You ever seen anybody so sick that they couldn't even get out of bed and they needed somebody to bathe them or fix them a hot meal and encourage them to eat it? (laughs) You know, sometimes when you're sick, you really don't feel like eating anything. But if somebody comes and fusses over you and takes care of you, maybe feeds you some good homemade chicken soup, you just feel so much better because you know Somebody care. That's part of what reaching out is. Now, let's be honest. That's also ministry. It's a lot of things. Examples of outreach. Visit widows and help with their needs. Visit orphans. And help with their needs. That's pure religion. Visit with the sick and attend to their needs. Help those who need help. Give food and water to those who are hungry or thirsty. Provide safety to those who are unsafe. Rejoice with the happy. These are all taken directly out of Scripture, by the way, in case you hadn't recognized that. Mourn with those who are mourning. Teach the unlearned. Love those who need love. And yes, even those who are hard. To love. And Lord knows some of us are really hard to love. And we don't make it easy. But those kind of people are the ones that need that love the worst. And if you could ever get cracked through that 10 foot thick brick and steel wall that they've got built up. 
you can really benefit them and yourself. Because then you've shown some persistence. You've shown that you really care about them. Bear one another's burdens. My, my. How often do we not bother with somebody else because we don't want to get involved in their drama? Or we don't want to offend them by coming in and saying that we noticed you've got a problem and, and we, I'm here to help if you let me. You don't want necessarily want to go to somebody who's having a problem in and amongst a big crowd of people. You want to go where they are alone so that you can actually sit down and let them know that you care. That's reaching out. And that's showing love. Isn't that what Christians are supposed to do? They're also supposed to encourage each other. And that's encouraging people whether they are Christians or not. When you encourage somebody to become a closer Christ-like person, that's ministry, but it's also outreach. We are to encourage one another even more as we see the day approaching. We're to befriend others. That's not exactly the same thing as loving those who need love. But it may be part and parcel. Because we have to, if we're going to be a true friend, we have to care. We have to reach out and do those things that need to be done. We have to be a neighbor. Kind of like the Good Samaritan was when he went and took care of that fellow that he found by the roadside that the other people had bypassed on the other side of the road. And you know, I don't know if you know this or not, I think most of you do, that a Samaritan was thought of as the lowest piece of trash by the Jews. And yet, that's the very person that stopped and took the time to help. We need to be willing to help those that we would ordinarily just bypass. Sometimes we find out that they don't really want our help. But if we've taken the time, we might find out that they grasp on and and we actually can really provide a good service. That's outreach. And it's ministry. And it may lead to growth. Because... Remember what I told you, if we're reaching to those who are inside the church, that can be defined as ministry, 
But anytime we're reaching outside of me, we're not being selfish. That's really outrage. And reaching out to others is something that is very worthwhile for us to do. Now there's a, I'll bet you that every one of you have come up with at least a dozen other things that you think of as outreach. Helping to build houses for Habitat for Humanity. Giving out water in a parade. Things that a congregation can do. Going and helping to clean up at somebody's house who's had a disaster. There's just all kinds of things that we can come up with that are, in fact, outreach. Now, my question to you is, are you doing it? Or are you just staying self-centered? Are you reaching out and helping others, doing for others? Or are you just taking care of your little pile of stuff? Whether it's a big pile or a little pile, doesn't matter. If you're just taking care of your things... That may be all you can do. But it may be that it would be best if you helped others. Because you can't grow if you don't share. You can't grow if you don't reach out and exercise your abilities. Today, I'd like for you to resolve that you're going to do your best in the coming week to do something for someone else that is not part of your normal things that you do. Reach out and help. And if there's some way that we can help you today, won't you come as we stand and as we sing?